You're listening to AW360, a podcast from Advertising Week. Recorded in studio and live at Advertising Week's global events, AW360 features thought leadership conversations with the best and the brightest in the advertising, marketing, and technologies industries each and every week. If you enjoy AW360, we'd appreciate it if you took the time to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and maybe even leave a positive review. Thanks for listening. Keith, welcome to the AW360 Podcast. I'm so pleased to have you on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So you're Vice President, Marketing and Strategy at Linkia. Tell us what you do there. Yeah, so Linkia, really large influencer marketing agency in North America. We work with most of the major enterprise brands to execute influencer campaigns. I run marketing and strategy, so very focused on, on how brands execute successfully with influencers, how they scale influencer. Um, so that's my focus. Excellent. I get to talk about your panel mm. today. Um, and I'm, I'm going to love this because this is where we earn our explicit tag. I was going to say, can you curse? I, I, I can. We actually have the explicit tag on the podcast in most stores that require it. We almost never utilize it, oddly yep. enough. Uh, but yeah, you had, you had a panel. It's called Fuck Tent Poles. Yeah. How brands infiltrate culture in the age of social. Tell me a bit about it. Yeah, we had Haley Khalil. So Haley Bailey, who's a big creator on the pod. It's funny, we, we talked with her last week in preparation. And she said, what, what does tentpole mean? And I said, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, most brands plan in temples. I come from the brand side. I worked at Unilever for a long time. You look at a calendar as a marketer. You look at New Year, New You, Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, back to school. And that's just, that's not the cultural zeitgeist in today's age. And social really is culture. And so today's conversation was, and there was a question mark after temples, after F temples. So it's not that they're completely dead. It's just that things have really changed for brands and if their ultimate goal is to infiltrate culture and be part of culture you have to be part of the current conversation on social and so we talked about how do you do that and the difference between these micro trends that are gone in a week which you really don't need to be a part of as a brand and more of the macro trends that have lasting power and that you have to participate in the social conversation it's interesting in an earlier uh conversation i had actually today i was talking about um the oreo cookie tweet that infamous tweet that nobody would shut up about for Mm -hmm. years and it occurred to me that you know that really was kind of the last big tentpole moment pre-pandemic yep. that you know felt like it had a lasting impact. You know that thing that we talked about for way too long after the fact. In the sort of well, in a future where or current time where tentpoles are slowly decreasing in, in in value, is it is it really just kind of making your own thing, or is it just daily always being there, always being present, always aligning yourself with somebody smart who's going to be able to help you out as a brand? I think it's both. You have to be part of the current conversation, which is the daily engagement on social. I think the difference for brands is you don't have to, you know, Haley talked about posting five, six, seven times a day. I don't think you need that for most brands. I think you could choose which conversations you should be a part of. And again, there's a difference between micro and macro trends, but also Super Bowl is a good example where just because you're executing there doesn't mean your content has to be football, Super Bowl, tent pole content. You can infiltrate cultural in that moment of time and still have it be evergreen and relevant for the ongoing time. So there's Super Bowl commercials even last year that people still talk about and they weren't sports centric, you know, Super Bowl tent pole content per se. That was just a distribution mechanism for them to get to a large group of people. It would almost feel like you'd be better off if they weren't. I mean, it gives it more of a long tail kind of value as, as time goes on. Exactly. What sort of trends are you seeing, you know, all of this aside, 
just this year? And, and what do you anticipate to see in the years to come? Or let's just start with next year. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Things change fast, and we don't want to be wrong if somebody listens to this in 2026. Yeah, I'll give you the one that's affected now and last year even, and then the two that are for the coming year. So now it's, it's, it's just the infiltration of creator in, in, across all of marketing. I mean, the number of conferences I go to that are not creator conferences where creator and social is the core topic of conversation, including this one, by the way, mm -hmm. is astounding. I mean, creator and social has become the main theme for brands to talk about. So I think just creators taking over has been the last couple of years. The two trends we see moving forward, and we talked a little bit about this on the panel, one is the proliferation of that content into all forms of media. And so taking influencer content, obviously paid social is, is a no-brainer. If you're not doing that today, you need to be doing that. But we did a survey in our State of Influence Marketer report of where are you bringing this content, and CTV was on that list, OLV was on that list, Digital Out of Home was on that list. This content is going to permeate everywhere. So that's one major trend. And the second is this rise of, of what Linkia calls creator-generated content. You hear UGC a lot, and I, this is not UGC. UGC is everyday users. That's been around for decades. CGC is when brands are using these creators not to post and reach their organic following, but just to create content to power the brands owned and paid channels. And so that is growing a lot, and which is interesting because then you don't really need them to have a following. You just need them to be talented content creators. So those are two really, really big trends we, we expect to accelerate this year. It's a really interesting distinction. I don't think I've ever thought about that. That's, that's, that's really cool. Um, you know, obviously the other hot topic at Advertising Week this year is AI. Mm -hmm. And one of the few groups that I don't see worrying too much about their jobs is the creator group. I mean, it's People are, you know, out there making really interesting content, really great, really entertaining content, and especially, you know, during the, you know, actors and writers strike, we've <laughs> definitely needed it. I am, uh, I've gone from a 10 hour a week YouTube watcher to, you know, 40 plus yeah, because there's, alone. there's nothing much out there. What do you see as the role of AI, if any, you know, when it comes to this content creation? So from a content creation standpoint, because there's two sides, there's the business side of how we use it and there's the creator side. From the creator side, it's like an assistant that's supercharging your, your abilities and your efforts. Mm -hmm. You Right now, I think the ability to create really unique content is what's catapulting a lot of these creators. And I think it's gonna turn to kind of story and strategy and because everyone's gonna be able to create much more seamlessly. You could dump, I mean, even this recording, you could dump into AI tools right now and it will slice them into five, 20, 30 second clips all on their own. You don't even need editors anymore. So I think it's gonna just help everyone become a more talented creator. Where I think it will get interesting is you think about the Zach Kings of the world where they've made their kind of bread off of being above and beyond superior creator. If AI is looking at performance of every piece of content and now it's training models and everyone's creating a similar style, no matter what, there's gonna be uniqueness that stands out every X number of months. You're gonna get someone doing something really different that's going to pop. Everyone's going to flood there. All the AI is going to say, this is now the style. Everything's going to output in that style. So the creators who are flexible, who will find uniqueness in a sea of sameness, I think will win. But I'm excited by the fact that you don't need to be this super talented producer, video editor, content capture moving forward. Tech will help you do that. I can't wait for my editor to actually listen to this episode and realize, hmm, my days maybe. <laughs> Listen, the one thing I'd say is when you try these tools, we use these tools on our podcast as well. It never is perfect. It gets you, it gets you further than the human touch is needed. And that's why I don't think it's a human replacement. I just think it's going to accelerate that editor's ability to cut you 20 more clips versus only a couple. Excellent. Well, Keith, anything, anybody else or any other topics that you're looking forward to seeing here this year? Kind of everything. I really am enjoying some of the, the AI topics because I think I'm, 
understanding different applications and uses more than anything else. Mm -hmm. um, the Shark Tank crew yesterday was actually very interesting. You got in. I did. Lucky. Uh, so there's a lot of interesting topics and things happening here. What I'd say is go to things that maybe are outside of your comfort zone. Listen to topics that aren't necessarily where you fit in. You know, even having Haley on, on our session, she came up to us afterwards and said, wow, it's so interesting to see the other side's opinion. And I hope that the other side from a branded agency felt the same thing. So I just encourage people to listen to stuff that's not your core every day. Amazing. Well, if someone wanted to find out more about Linkia, where would they go? Linkia.com. Follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, we host the Creator Economy Live podcast. So check that out. We have Corporate Natalie coming up here in a couple of weeks. We have Zaria from Duolingo coming up. So really good content coming from us. Um, but yeah, just follow us on LinkedIn. Cool. Sounds good. Thanks so much for taking the time to be on today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. It's been great. Thanks for listening to AW360. For more podcasts like this one, be sure to check out Advertising Week's ever-growing roster of podcasts for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, including our flagship podcast, Great Minds. You can find those at www.advertisingweek.com slash podcasts.